You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket and the third day from Lords, England, Pakistan. And actually, we said we'd hope for some better news today. And finally, we've got some, although it was a desperate first two sessions for England. But actually, the final session has given England hope for a dramatic recovery, stroke, possible victory. I mean, that's looking a long way ahead with a lead of only 56 and four wickets left. But the way that Joss Butler and Dominic Best played gives us a bit of hope at least. Well, some respectability, I think, for England. I think that's what you, the only thing you can say yeah. after three days. Effectively, it's 56 for six, and the new ball is only two overs away. And it's you know, a completely different feel to the game in the morning. A lot depends on the weather, of course. There's a suggestion of uh, lots of bad weather around on the fourth day, but we'll wait and see on that. But, yeah, England, there is a, a little bit of hope for England where there was none at 110 for six, or seemingly none. And actually, England just totally outplayed for eight sessions in the game, completely outplayed by Pakistan, slipping to what looked to be their first ever five-day test, three-day defeat at Lord's. I wish you wouldn't come in swallowing these (laughs) statistical stories all the time. Well, that's that's never happened before. They've they've never lost in three days at Lord's in a five-day test match, and that looked like it was going to happen. And then, then... all turn around. Uh, unbelievably, the game yeah. confounds you sometimes, doesn't it? Butler and Best, the two West Country men, giving England wow. a, 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 a indeed a little bit of hope. Exeter born and, and Taunton born, the two players. Yeah, you're not going to try and claim it from Gloucestershire, are you? Not at all, not at all. But the two players actually brought in by the new national selector Ed Smith. Yes. He'll be feeling a bit more, bit more chipper with, with life, yeah, life this evening. Good point. Actually, he's uh, originally from Sidmouth Cricket Club, which I'm told is a uh, Absolutely glorious spot. I've never played there, but I've, I've been past it. But what a lovely... I mean, it's great that we got a cricketer from Devon, actually, uh, originally, 
sort of uh, suddenly resurrecting England's fortunes. Now, we are going to watch a West Countryman, you, <laughs> making a complete, you know, haulics no. of something later. No, I wouldn't, uh, that's I wouldn't say that. coming up a little much. bit later, but first we should just look at England's batting and what happened there. I mean, it was torture watching Mark Stoneman bat. Really, I felt for him a bit because he's just got no rhythm. He's, he looks like he's stuck in treacle batting out there and he somehow got nine. It was probably the worst nine anyone's ever made. And four of those were off the edge between Slip and the wicketkeeper off the spinner. And then, in a way, Shadab Khan put him out of his misery with a cruel delivery which shot straight along the ground. Sky immediately wheeled out the, the ball from Carl Hooper to Nasser Hussain, which literally rolled along the ground mm. in the West Indies a few years ago. But it was almost as bad. But in a way, it, it was just so painful watching it. I was kind of glad when it ended. Is that the end for Mark Stoneman? In a way, it should be. But do you drop someone in the middle of a series? Maybe they do. Keaton Jennings has made 400 runs this year. He's made 200s. He is shaping up well, according to people who've been watching him bat. He's, he's moving his feet much better. I mean, Stoneman just looks doesn't look like he hasn't got a clue where a run is coming from. And... A bit of sympathy for Alistair Cook. I think he got a good ball today. And the only thing I'd say about facing Mohamed Abbas, who is a very good new ball bowler, is he's only 78 miles an hour. I don't know why people don't bat out of their crease. And in fact, Joss Butler did later on. That's the only slight criticism I'd make of Cook, but a good delivery that trapped him LBW. Then uh, David Milan struggled a bit, didn't look great, but sort of battled it out. And then he got out, sort of slightly caught on the crease as he was in the first innings. Uh, then we had Johnny Bairstow, I think, who showed just a, a lack of match fitness, match practice, because he's only had four games. Got a good one, though, didn't he? It was a good ball. But, uh, he, I, again, I'd prefer it to have been LBW than bowl. He was a bit slow getting to it. He was looking to drive. You know, the rhythm of the batting just hasn't kind of clicked for him yet because I just don't think he's had enough batting in the last couple of months. And it was a good ball, sure. You know, brilliant delivery from Mohamed Amir, probably the ball of the game, I suppose. If you get the ball of the game, second ball, yeah. sh- surely you say, well, you go back to the video and you say... You know, hands up. Okay, the bowler was just a bit too good for me. Is it? I, I suppose. Can so. you be really critical of Bairstow? I suppose not. And also, to, to be fair to him too, the bowler when he's just got a wicket and he just got Milan out, it's amazing how a bowler can just suddenly summon up another couple of miles an hour. You don't know that you're going to do it really as the bowler, but you just have that kind of feeling of optimism and feel-good factor as you're running into bowl, having just taken a wicket. And it, it, it often find, actually, you, you watch a cricket in the dressing room and you sort of see a bowler looking fairly innocuous, and then he gets a wicket, mm. and then you go out there and you face him, and suddenly the ball hits you much harder than you expect. And it's partly because of that optimism and satisfaction and fulfilment that the bowler's got from getting a wicket. Therefore, it just adds a little two miles an hour to, to their zest and, and potency. But then after Bairstow got out, Stokes sort of looked like he was going to take the, the, the affirmative. He looked quite route. aggressive, didn't he? And Stokes. he got a couple of fours, and then he was brilliantly caught. And I think it symbolised for me his his dismissal. Two things really: the fact that he's sort of struggled a bit with the bat ever since that court case back in September. He hasn't really made any runs anywhere in any kind of cricket. Well, he did. He did okay in the in the Test match on the final day in in Auckland. He, he, he looked good. Where he made a half century there, and he, he's got out. Just before tea, but I, well, I know what you mean. The IPL, yeah, he didn't, he, he didn't, around he didn't and, click at all, did he, no. in the IPL? And, and uh, it just symbolised for me the brilliance of the Pakistani out cricket. I, I spoke to Mickey Arthur this morning, the, the Pakistani coach, and 
he's been working with these guys for a couple of years now, and he just he, he's sort of full of life, Mickey Arthur. And he, he's got this phrase that he likes, I'm trying to give them the roots to grow and the wings to fly. So what he means by that is, it sounds a bit of a cliche, but what he's trying to do is, is give them a little bit of shape and strategy and ideas, but allow them to play their own way. And one of the things they've really focused on is being fitness yeah. and the importance of fielding. They've now been together for six weeks on tour because mm. they had a 10-day camp before coming to England plus the matches they've played here so there's this real cohesion about the the team and their, their fielding has been really uplifting for an impartial viewer it was a decent catch by Fakas Amar, but sh- the shot from Stokes, though, was, a, was hugely disappointing, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't a great ball from Shadab. Yeah. Short and Stokes tried to pummel it into the onside, and well, he didn't, he didn't get enough elevation on it if he, if he was you know, trying to hit it in the air. It's one of those in the middle shots where you don't know quite whether to yeah. keep it down or yeah. go over the top and yeah. sort of go halfway between the two. I mean, he hit it quite well, but generally, the Pakistani fielding has been so enthusiastic. And you remember there was that one just before Stokes was out, actually. He went for a big drive, and it ricocheted off the silly point, and short leg threw himself Mm. onto the pitch and caught it, and they claimed the catch. Turned out it had bounced before it hit the silly point. But I think it's just been a fantastic spectacle to watch how they've been totally as one Pakistan throwing themselves into it and fielding brilliantly I've only seen about two misfields in the whole game yeah um, Mickey Arthur has said hasn't he if you're not fit enough you don't get in the side it doesn't matter who you are you know how good a player you are everyone needs to be fit everyone needs to buy into that I thought it was interesting actually as England got past Pakistan's score and that partnership between Butler and Best was building it was noticeable that the television director just focusing on the faces of, of Mickey Arthur the, the captain Safras and just betrayed a little bit of doubt there a little bit of frustration but the, the fact is when they come back they will have the new ball very soon and England are not that far ahead but if, if the lead gets to what I don't know I mean, how many 160, 180 yeah. Baba Azam not available, or, or probably not available. Certainly, I mean, you know, who back knows? He could, he could do a Colin Cowdery well, in back with one hand. Colin Cowdery, Malcolm Marsh, or whoever, you know, have done it in, in Test matches. Paul Terry, you know, just to come in if you know, if say they needed two to win with with one wicket left. I mean, England, I mean, England would love a situation like that. Of course, they would. And you know, the most likely scenario is that England will add another forty or fifty runs. Get in misery bo- guts. <laughs> get bowled oh, out. Come on. And Pakistan will, you know, will knock I off reckon, the runs. I reckon they could get another hundred. England. They got Broad. Broad has previous with the Pakistanis. Mm. It was against Pakistan here in two thousand and ten, where he made one hundred sixty nine. Yeah. So. I know he's not quite the batsman he was, but you never know. Mark so Wood can wield the willow. I'm backing. You're England. backing England to win the game. I'm backing England to get another 80 runs and well, set them 140 to win. Well, it's, it's possible. Of course, it's possible. Um, is, Butler, is that going to be enough? Well, I say, what do they need to to, to really yeah. cause Pakistan some some angst in that second innings? 150. Like, 150. Yeah. Need. Well, it, it, possibly 180. I would say to, yeah. to, to really yeah. unsettle them. Yeah, but you're always a bit cautious, aren't you? Come on. But anyway, let's just celebrate that fantastic partnership between Bess and, and Butler. Butler, who. You know, actually, was quite circumspect. Well, that's that's the point, with. isn't it, about Butler? Is is that we were led to believe he was going to play this? You know, mm. he was encouraged to play a very expansive game. And when you're in 110 for six, that situation, it's, it's almost hopeless. A bit like you know, Ian Botham at, 
uh, Headingley just teed off and it, and it came off. I, I was actually expecting Butler to play like that, but he didn't. It mm. was a it was a, a really measured Test match innings. Mm. And it, uh, what I was also interested to see was how his concentration was because that's the thing when you're coming from the IPL, you bat for twenty overs or ten overs in his case or you know whatever it is, but you can't bat for more than say an hour and a half. And it's all flurry and, and hitting the ball on yeah. the up and smashing it for six and all that. Suddenly here you've got to play defensive shots. Wait for the bowler to go all the way back to his mark. Walk away from the crease. Collect your thoughts. Come back in again and do that for over two hours. And I was just interested to see because he wouldn't have done that very often. He hasn't had that. He hasn't made a Test hundred. He hasn't made many first class hundreds. So the the discipline of having to play the defensive shot and then just move away and, and, and kind of clear your head for a bit and then come back in and, and focus again is something that's slightly alien to him, but he handled it excellently. And Bess, a bit of an offside Ollie, I'd say, as opposed to a leg-side Lenny. He likes to stay leg-side of the ball and swish it through the offside, but natural talent, just just good kind of enthusiasm for the game. And I'm not sure that he's a brilliant batsman, but he's certainly effective. Two young cricketers in this match, one on either side, have, have really shown some, some promise and some, and some guts and some skill. I think of Shadab Khan for Pakistan, picked up a couple of wickets today, 50 in, in the first innings, promising cricketer. Likewise, Dominic Bess. Obviously, Bess will have to do some bowling in the second innings, and that'll in a way will be a, another test of, of how good he is. There is a little bit of spin there now. Mm. Uh, I can see sort of why Root decided to bat first. We've got a pitch which is... I'd say fourth day pitch in the state of it. When I was looking at it today, this morning, I thought, hmm, it looks like a fourth day pitch. So we get here tomorrow on the fourth day and it will be a bit like a fifth day mm. pitch. So I think there is a little bit there, a little bit of uneven bounce. Just a chance for England if they can get another 85 runs. Look, forget about the trivia of the uh, test match. What I want you to do, Simon, is I want you to try this NatWest virtual reality installation. I got 14 runs off and over yesterday, and I beat Tom Wesley. I also beat Liam Plunkett, and I beat Johnny Bairstow with 14 off and over. So there's your challenge to see if you can get 15 off and over. Your batting credentials are... Uh, probably actually better than mine, to be honest. So it's going to be major humiliation if you don't get at least 15 runs off this over. What, what, what do you fancy your chances are? I, I'm feeling really nervous, actually. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. The last time I batted was in that TMS match last August when uh, Tuffers disappeared through extra cover for four. But I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do it here. So I, do I have a practice go? You've got to have a little, little couple of practice balls. He's wearing a pair of these sort of uh, unusual glasses which transports you into a stadium and with the fielders and the bowler ready to bowl you've got a little implement in your hand a sort of joystick and that acts as the bat so let's see how you get on first ball coming up well I don't know it's a nice looking shot did you get any runs off it I've got no idea (laughs) no runs well fielded well fielded unlucky right here we go next ball right come on Try and get a bat on it. And he's, he's gone down the wicket this time. He's, he's knocked uh, everybody over. Except, I think, has he made any contact with that? Uh, I think one run off that. You've one got an run. inside edge. Yeah. Inside edge. It's four balls to go. The still problem 14 is, to get. The problem is, I like to see my, you know, get myself in. I like to see off the first yeah, you're, 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 like you're, This isn't a Jeff Boycott environment. This is, you well, know, proper, proper cricket, this is. 
Right, the next ball's coming down. He's gone for the massive drive with back leg down on the ground. And he's got a single, again, <laughs> for all that effort. So you've got three balls well, there. Well, am I allowed to play the dab sweep? Well, you or can try, try the like dab that. sweep if you want. Okay, try try and be a bit then. innovative if okay, you like. let's try that so I can get okay. some runs off okay, this. Come on, then. Right, this is a fourth ball coming down. And he's gone for the dab oh. sweep. And I think LBW right. must have well, been. No, dot must... ball. Dot ball. No, oh, try, right. try it so you've run out of, you've run out of scope. Now, you've only got two or four balls. Try a couple of straight drives right. or something. Nice straight drive. Look beautiful. But did it actually produce results? He's got a boundary. <laughs> He's got okay. a boundary through extra cover, so that's six <laughs> off five balls. So I can't win, though, can you can't I? Win. I can't you can't you. win. You've blown it, mate. No, You've blown no, it. All your credibility. All your credibility's gone. Come on, last no, ball, last then. A lovely-looking drive again. Glorious. And is it... It's a one. <laughs> so you finished up with seven, half what I made. <laughs> well, that was a really... Good fun experience, and actually, think about the, the future of virtual reality. In I don't know when they really improve it in two, five, ten years' time, it'll be a really useful tool, great way of, of practicing, staying in nick almost during the winter. I'm thinking I don't I don't know what it would be like for pros, but for, for club cricketers, if you can get hold of this equipment, and presumably it'd be cheaper in the future. Fant- fantastic tool aid to your batting. It, it seems to be actually lots of the sort of aids of for batting. And not for, for bowlers, really. I mean, you know, the batsmen get things like bowling machines they can face. And if you want to get into groove or groove a shot, you can go and face the bowling machine. But for bowlers, it's just hard work, damn hard work. <laughs> and the moment you run into the moment, you, you stop your spell. The, to, to see the embarrassing shots that, that Simon Mann no, played no, no, in this little incident, I'm going to post it on the Cricket Analyst Facebook page so you can have a quick look at that if you like. I might even put some of myself batting on it as well, which is equally bad. Yeah, well, you, you got 14 runs off the over. I, I only made seven. But it, I, I promise you... You were lucky to get that many. Well, possibly. Promise you, listeners. It is a strange experience. Yeah. You don't quite know where the ball's going. and it, it is weird. So it takes a while to get used to it. I'm not making excuses. Oh, yes, well, I am, really. But what Simon Hughes did not reveal was that he was dismissed during his 14. He was actually out. No, only at the end. Well, it doesn't matter. Last ball. Well, I was you, going for a big six well, over long off. Well, you were out. But I know, but I still got 14 before <laughs> I was out. You got seven of six balls, and you never looked like you were going to hit it off the square. Yeah, well, well, there we go. And by the way, you know, the next step will be virtual reality commentators, so you'll be out of a job. <laughs> well, yeah. And well, probably I will too. Yeah, well, by the time they've invented virtual reality commentators, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be finished anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that episode today. I hope England can bat a little bit better than either of us <laughs> tomorrow and put on another 80 runs, and then we'll have a very exciting day to report back to you tomorrow night at this time. Well, my prediction is that 80 runs will not be enough, but we'll, we'll see. That's, that's my prediction. They need a few more than that to really challenge Pakistan in that, in that fourth innings. We shall see. It's a fa- fascinating test match, almost from nowhere, really, because England have been outplayed for most of it. But Butler and Bess, the two men from the West Country, have given England a bit of hope. <laughs> Podcast Network.